Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Tell me more, Rodney. I'm your host. I'm your guide and your friend, Rodney. And we're back. And no, that is not chicken you hear me frying. Those are my fans who are happy to hear me, to hear my voice. All right, let's get started with the show. Settle down, everyone. Okay, so back in episode two, we discussed uh, getting started and kind of what it takes. And we talked about getting off the sideline and getting into the game. Um, I think the theme for that was you can't get better watching someone else do it. So uh, we're going to talk about doing it. And if you can see the the title there, we're going to be talking about real estate again. You know, it's going to be a trending topic uh, throughout this series uh, here in season one. We're going to talk a lot of real estate, uh, things you should know and things people don't tell you. Uh, so here in episode three, and again, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we have an interesting topic. We're going to be talking about the true cost of working in real estate, uh, kind of what they don't tell you about your money, commission, and some of these fees. And uh, as a bonus, if you hang with me, if you uh, allow yourself to be entertained, uh, I'm going to share with you some of some money-saving tips. I'm going to share with you some of my mistakes that I've made so that uh, hopefully you don't have to make those mistakes. And also, hopefully, you, you're, not, you don't, you don't, you're not taking advantage of uh, in this industry. As with any industry, we all know that there are good and there are bad people within it. So um, let's focus on the good and make sure that you have a good career in real estate. And we're going to be talking about some things that I believe is, is hopefully they're helpful. Hopefully as you're driving, as you're working out, whatever you're doing, as you're uh, listening to this podcast, it, it makes you start thinking about some stuff. OK, so I know everyone's like jump into the commission. Let's jump right into the money. Well, I don't want to do that. Let's talk about the the startup cost, okay? And and some of those things that you know are required to you know get your license. Uh, I am here in the state of Texas, Houston, Texas, um, to be uh, exact. Um, and you know there are fees in in, in any state uh, associated with becoming a realtor. Okay, um, some of those fees, what we call the licensing fees or the fees for the classes, some people say. And those could range. Uh, uh, there are a lot of markets. I don't know where you are, what state, or even what country you're in. But uh, here in um, Houston, I mean, those things can run between about nine hundred or twelve hundred uh, dollars. That's just the, the classes. And then, of course, remember they're going to be all the associations. Okay, we have the. TREC, which is T-R-E-C, the Texas Real Estate Commission, and those fees are typically for applications and getting started with them. Those are about $185 just, just paid to them. So let's let's go into our mind space and say, okay, I've, I've taken my classes, I've paid my licensing fees to the Real Estate Commission, and, and what else? Who else wants to be in my pocket? Well, guess what? There are some more people that would love a, a stab at your pocket. So 
um, then we go down to your local level, your local associations. Those are your local um, realtor associations. Then you have your state associations, okay? Uh, that would be like your Texas Association of Realtors or whatever state you're in or, you know, typically you have those fees. And of course, then there's also the national, you know, it just doesn't stop, right? It goes to the, the National Association of Realtors. People say NAR, National Association of Realtors. Uh, but those are a lot of fees. And guess what? You haven't made any money yet. You know, you, you haven't made a dime in this industry. And uh, we haven't even started talking about uh, commissions and all of those things that are associated with real estate. But as I meet with young agents, as I coach them, train them, teach, teach them, mentor them, um, I, I sit down and I talk to them about these types of things, these types of uh, fees and dues and um, some of the stuff that I want them to be aware of, you know, uh, when they're thinking about getting into this industry, because everybody's just thinking, um, oh, how much money I can make and oh, homes, you know, are selling so fast and, and they're really, really caught up into a lot of that stuff. But no one's really talking about or sharing with people the, the true cost uh, of working in real estate. It costs money, right? I know my agents are listening to me right now and they're going, yes, they do. And, and, and some of these things things are monthly fees. Um, you know, then we move into the, the fun stuff, you know, the the marketing stuff. And, and that can be very, very fun um, if you're a creative person, if you're someone who, you know, is excited about branding and, and getting themselves out there and, and, and doing all types of things. Some people do blogs. Some people are great with websites. Some people are awesome with podcasts. You know, some some of you guys got that, um, that skill set down and, and very, very informative with that. Some people are great with social media. I mean, I've seen some of the funniest TikTok videos and some of the funniest Instagram reels, as they call them now, uh, out there that, that just keep you laughing from people working in this industry. So one thing about working in real estate is there are some fun and funny people in this industry. And I think you have to be uh, because, I mean, no day is the same and it's always something new that you can learn and something that you can experience. So uh, after all of these years, which is, oh, wow. Uh, well, I don't even want to date myself, uh, <clears throat> teen uh, years of, of, of being in this industry. Uh, I really still have the big smile on my face and I still enjoy uh, working with customers and families and friends and, and, and just and, and everyone, you know, it's in meeting new people. It's, it's a big part, but there are some, some costs and there are some people that are going to want to get in your pocket uh, before you start making some money. So you know, my big O that I see in, in real estate is uh, the photographers. Oh, my God. You know, if you ever want to get out of real estate and, and kind of make a lot of money in real estate, just uh, photography, okay? Don't think uh, photography is... Uh, gone uh, by the wayside with uh, the advancement in cell phones and things like that. No. Uh, I I was looking up uh, here in Houston. I found a photographer and I was just looking at what he, what they were charging for just your, your headshots. 
You know, just that one, you know, well, I love it. And when we get older, we call them headshots. But in school, we call it your class photo. That's pretty much what it was, school day photo. All right. So looking at that and I'm seeing people that are charging um, between, well, one person here says $25 all the way up to $450. Now, I don't know if you're this person's shooting a video or if you're, you know, I, I don't know what's going on there, but $500 is a lot of money for some um, some photos. But, hey, if you got it, you got it. If, if that's not a thing, you go ahead and do it, and I get it. People say, Rodney, that's an investment. You know, okay, I got it. It's an investment. Uh, people that, you know, you can always justify buying anything by calling it an investment. So. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. I'll let you call it an investment. So it is. It's a business investment. Um, also, some of these, um, you know, other advertising costs, you need to be thinking about this stuff. I'm not asking you to write anything down and do the math with me. And trust me, you don't want me doing your math. I, I just want you thinking about this stuff, you know. Um, yard signs, you know, uh, those are the for sale signs, you know, you, you don't want to stock up on a few of those. Don't stock up on too many. Uh, I'll save my why for that, uh, in the next episode about, um, selecting the right broker and, and, and are you at the right brokerage? Um, I'm, it's a working title, but it's going to be, um, some interesting stuff because I get that question all the time. Uh, I am a, uh, Texas broker. So, uh, I hear a lot and I see a lot, um, and agents come to me and they ask me a lot of questions and, um, you know, so I know there's a lot of stuff going on out there at the different brokerages. Okay. And of course, let's not forget about those, the business cards. You got to have that. And someone's going to say business cards. You're so old, Rodney, who uses a business card? I mean, come on, Linktree, Beacon. Yes, I know those things exist. I'm not that old. Okay. Uh, I understand those and I use those. Um, They they can, they're they're fun. I think it's a great technology, Um, but some people still are traditional. Okay. And and some people, you know, want that uh, to be handed a business card, you know, after a meeting or uh, they like to leave their business cards with notes and things like that. So, you know, don't, don't knock me all the way down. All right. I might know something. Okay. So um, little other fun things that I see is like, like the card decals. I mean, it, it used to be just like a, a, a magnet on the side of the car. Now it's like the whole car is wrapped and the, the whole back window is wrapped up. So, I mean, you can get crazy with anything, but oh, let me not say crazy. Let me say it's a business investment. So anyway, uh, when I hear that, I ask people, uh, have you calculated the return on your investment? Okay, so I get it. It's an investment, but let's let's think about the return uh, on the investments. And yes, I know someone's thinking, well, what about my tax write-offs? Okay, yes, those do exist. Okay, again, Rodney's not here for the comments. Okay, I'm just here to help. Just here to help. If you want to fight, you want to go back and forth, you know. You got to take it somewhere else. All right. So in your mind space, just think about that. Okay. So yes, there are some expenses and you should uh, hire a nice tax professional uh, to help you with those so that you understand those because guess what? You're starting a business. Okay. You're not just getting into real estate. You're starting a business. And with this business, it comes with a 
in the beginning, I, I see a lot of agents and they have a lot of enthusiasm. They're very excited. They're very, you know, I mean, they're just, I, I love it. I, I love seeing the, the, the rookies go out there and get in this industry because they have this fire and they're just like, I'm going to do it. And, and they're focused on their goals and they have those things. Some of them yeah, actually, you know, take the time to, you know, find mentorship and a good coach, which is something that um, I highly recommend. I have been a, a, a mentor and a coach for quite some time now, and I'm very selective with the agents that I work with. But those that I work with, I, I still see their passion. Um, I still see their, their drive as if they just got their real estate license, and that's so cool. You know, that, that's one of the things that uh, I, I love about it, especially as a mentor and a coach. Okay, so you got to also think about, you know, Rodney, um, let's see, uh, my earning potential. Okay, let's 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 get into that. You know, in, in real estate, people tell you, you know, the thing I love about real estate is that there's no ceiling, you know, to my to my earning potential. You know, they, they always say there's no ceiling. Well, what they don't tell you also is that there's no floor. OK, they, they they don't mention that part. Uh, they, they they just have you looking up and they don't let you know that uh, you, you, there's no floor as well, too. So uh, you um, one of my favorite saying in um, working with new agents is uh, I'm going to help you learn to earn. OK, and, and I want to let that one marinate for a little while. Learn to earn. OK. We're going to be talking about the skilled versus the unskilled. And again, these are the things and the costs that what it truly costs to work in this industry and, and what people uh, should go into it thinking about when they think about their investment uh, into themselves and into their business and into real estate. OK, because it it takes all of those. You, you have to invest in all of those. OK, the, the most important one being yourself, of course. OK. So you, you, you went out there, you paid all the dues, you, you, you're a member of the association of this and the, the association of that and the board of this, and, and you paid all these people, and, and, and you have your, your photos, your glamour shots uh, done. Okay, glamour shots is a throwback. Okay, that's a throwback. But you have your photos done and, and, and everything is well and your cards and everything, um, and, and you're ready to go. You're, you're thinking about that. Um, I'm saving it for the next episode, as I mentioned, selecting the right broker and the right brokerage. But we're going to talk a little bit about it now um, as it comes, because, you know, when we talk about earning potential, I think people need to sit down and, you know, really, really think about Have I researched the area that I'm going to be working in? Have I looked at the sales activity? Do I understand what the uh, days on the markets are is for that area? Do I understand um, how much, you know, what is the medium home price in that area? You know, so and, and then people go, well, I'm going to be making, you know, this much money and I heard this. And one thing you're going to hear a lot in real estate. And please remember this. Most things are negotiable including your fees, including your commission. All right, let's keep moving. So now that you've thought about that and going, wait a minute, Rodney, 
everything's negotiable. Uh, yeah, most things are, including my fees and my commission. Uh, yeah, it's not a set thing. In fact, it's illegal for us to set commissions. Um, I'm sure maybe you remember that from your uh, real estate training uh, and your licensing courses. Uh, I always stomp my feet when I get to that part in class when I'm talking to the students is, is that uh, uh, we don't set prices and we don't do those things and we don't conspire to uh, set fees and set the market and do anything like that. No, it's an open market and, and it's a, a fair trade, as they say, you know, it's a fair trade out here. So I, I, I tell my students that, um, you, you, you earn, um, about as much as you've taken the time to learn your skills really, in my opinion, is the number one driver of your income. And I know that might seem, you know, kind of like what I'm just, I'm just doing real estate. I mean, we're no, your, your knowledge and what you know Customers are gonna pick up on that. You're gonna, you're gonna know that for yourself. Um, there's nothing more uncomfortable than going to a house that is a, let's say it's a million dollar listing or whatever, and it's your first one, and you feel a little bit insecure. You you you're worried that you don't have the skill set, that you don't know all the questions to ask, that you don't know how to really sell that type of property. But are you going to tell the customer that? Most of them don't. Most of them don't. Uh, they kind of what do they say? Uh, fake it till you make it. Uh, I, I've heard that uh, sometimes, uh, and it's kind of big in this industry a little bit, but. You, you want to be careful with that. So grow yourselves, grow your skills, think about those things. And also, too, um, there's a, a person most people don't think about much is, uh, guess what? When you're doing all of this, I'm going to be making 3%. And everybody in this industry loves to do the math by the 3%. I mean, you ask a real estate person uh, what's a percentage of something, they, they, don't, they do not need a calculator. They can tell you exactly what the commission is on that. Um, in fact, when they talk to each other, they're kind of like, oh, you got a new listing. Here, here's how a conversation uh, goes in, in real estate, in a real estate office. <clears throat> hey, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fine. I just got a new uh, listing. Oh, really? Uh, where at? Oh, it's over in this area. Oh, okay. How, how much is it is it for sale for? Oh, we're going to list it for uh, about 340 That agent has already done the math. They, they're doing the math. And they're going, okay, you're going to make this much money. <laughs> they're doing the math. They're like, oh, so that's about $10,000, you know, a little over uh, $10,000 uh, here if you got 3%. I mean, they just, it just goes that fast in their heads and in their minds. And and that's typically, you, you'll see it, you, you know, as you get into the offices or if you've been in the office, you've heard people talking like, oh, this person just sold this house and they sold it for that. And, and then people are like 3%, you know, that's exactly what they're thinking that that other person made. And um, again, everything's negotiable, including your commission. OK, so keep that in mind. Not everybody's making three um, uh, percent. I think you you have people that are 
They offer services. Some agents, some agents offer discounts. They go in the door saying, uh, I only charge, you know, 1% and uh, I only charge uh, 2%. And, and then you get them. I, I, was, I know agents that charge more. So, again, it's not set. Um, you, you, you set your, your rate and your price. And that's something with you, you and your broker to discuss and um, kind of, you know, maybe they are, they can help you with that. And that's one thing that, um, again, I'm saving it for the next episode of, um, of this podcast, but some of the things you want to talk, talk with your broker about, you know, so they can help you do this math that they can help you understand the cost and set some things in place, you know, for your, for your real estate career. Okay. All right. And, um, moving, shifting gears to another topic, um, within this subject, um, goals, Setting your goals, uh, agents, I see them go to these goal setting parties and uh, all these things. Set your goals with the coach. Okay, don't don't do that. I'm going to get with a group of people and and we're going to set our I'm going to set my goals. And what I mean by goals is, you know, how much income I I want to make this month and what do I need to do? When I'm talking about goals, it's not only setting the goals, but uh, setting the activities with the goals. A lot of people go in and says, oh, I want to make one hundred thousand dollars this year. I want to make two hundred thousand dollars this year. I want to make four hundred thousand dollars. And they'll look at some people just whatever they made um, last year, they add 20% to it. And I want to make this much uh, money uh, this year, however you do it. Uh, I really do believe that um, that should be done with a coach. Um, so someone can make sure you're setting real realistic expectations, uh, someone who can help you avoid the danger zones of some of these uh, marketing programs and, um, you know, making sure that you're looking at your return on investment. Um you know, what's the plan within the goal? Uh, how much of that is going to be working with buyers and how much of that is going to be working with sellers and, and learning how to be, become selective when it comes to, um, you know, working with your customers. I, I like to interview my customers, um, before I offer my services. I just, it's not just, Hey, here's my card. Call me if you want to buy or sell a home. Uh, some people are not advice takers. Uh, someone's listening to this podcast right now going, they don't know what he's talking about. And they can't take advice because they have it figured out. And uh, one thing you'll learn about selling homes and helping people sell homes is um, you're an advisor. You're a counselor. Sometimes you're a couples counselor uh, when you're working with uh, some couples uh, that need to sell their home or the need to purchase the home. So just some things to kind of think about. Um, but you know, kind of look at your numbers, you know, think about some of those things that I just mentioned and get online, research it and kind of look at the cost, you know, in your area, kind of ask the agents, you know, how much does it cost, you know, to, to become a real estate agent, not just how much money can you make as a real estate agent? Okay. So hopefully that was, um, very, very helpful. All right. So I mentioned earlier that I might share some, um, well, that I would share um, some of my mistakes and some um, tips for you. But let's start with the tips, okay? Let, let me give you some advice. Let me give you some um, money-saving ideas. Let me give you something that uh, I believe would be helpful for even someone who's been doing real estate for um, quite some time, okay? Um, I call them, you know, sources of wealth, 
okay, as they say, places where you can go, I want you to look into and think about, um, think about partnerships, okay? Think about part, don't, you know, there's a, there's a saying that if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together, go with someone. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll bring that up to speed. Uh, if you want to go shopping and, and, and get in and out, go by yourself. If you, if you want to be in the store a long time with a whole bunch of distractions, go with somebody else. All right. So, uh, hopefully that makes sense for you, uh, with that analogy. Okay. So some hidden sources of wealth is people you need to kind of, you know, build your team. Build a team, you know, find a great uh, title company, uh, escrow company or attorney. I don't know how they do it in your state, but find uh, some partnerships there. They have some marketing programs. They have some uh, they have a large budget and, and you can work together with them. And they love uh, new agents uh, typically because they want you to use their services and you want to be using their services. And you know, interview them, find someone that's going to work well with you. Um, but that can be a great partner, a home inspector, a home inspector. Don't just, you know, a lot of people will go, okay, I, I, I need a home inspector when I have a buyer or a seller and, and the home needs to be inspected. I, I, I beg to differ. Tap into the home inspectors now, like, Hey, home inspector, whatever your name is, you know, can I, you know, can I go on a home inspection with you? Can I, you know, let me learn from you. Tell me what, what common things that do you see in this area? What problems do you typically see in this area? What do I need to be? I mean, that's free education. Okay. So I don't know what that's worth to you, but trust me, it's worth something. So tap into your home inspector. Okay. That, that That's a great source of information and things like that. Of course, find you a great financial advisor. A, a, a great loan officer, someone with a lot of experience. Find someone with, a, um, you know, a big network um, and, and someone who has, um, you know, some experience doing the type of loans that, you know, your clients and customers uh, may be using. But also talking with them. Hey, you know, walk me through your application process. Walk me through uh, how, how it flows. What are pitfalls that you see? What, you know, what advice can I give uh, my customers uh, when it comes to finances? Would you mind keeping me up to date on the rates uh, of the interest rates in, in, in my area and everything like that and from your office? And, and yeah, they'll be happy to share those things with you. And that's good information for you to have. You know, you don't want to just be like on Google and just, you know, watching the, the big national news where they say, oh, interest rates are up or interest rates are down. And you really don't know what that means. But um, find someone who, who's, who's trusted. Find an advisor that, you know, someone that, um, that, someone that you can call on. Okay? Um, some more people. Um, handyman. Handyman, handyman, woman, handy, the candy man can, I just had to throw that in there, but find you someone who's handy. Um, and, and that can be very helpful down the road when it comes to little knickknack things that need to be repaired, but also for your friends and family, you know, they got their home and things like that. And you might want to tap in with them, you know, as you go over and visit with them and you're like, Oh, I noticed, you know, this on your house. And, you know, I got a guy that I can refer you to. 
and, and, and he can help you out. And again, that's a good partnership to have. And it's not just you referring to them, but have them referring to you. I, my handyman, I told him, I said, as you go out and you're fixing homes and everything, would you mind um, passing out my business card and referring me? And he goes, yes, if I do a good job or he, he does a project over at someone's house, he he happily shares. He says, this is a, you know, it was a pleasure working on your home. And, um, you know, if you ever, you know, think about selling it or, or doing something, I, I, I work with, you know, Rodney, you know, Team Jordan Realty Group. You know, um, so they they hand that out and, and, and they do some of those things uh, for me. And there's all types of contractors, you know, your plumbers, your AC guys, your your painters, drywalls. I mean, you want to you want to tap in with these people um, moving companies. Um, they're good. I mean, think about it. They they see people coming and going all the time. And what business are you in? People who are transitioning, people who are coming and going. OK, so good moving companies, uh, locksmiths. Uh, they're really good too. Locksmiths are good, uh, are great people to um, connect with. Housekeepers, um, photographers. I got I got to throw it out. I feel like I bad mouth the photographer. I love the photographers. That's actually one of my hobbies. I like taking pictures and um, you know doing some of those things. Uh, I haven't done it in a while, but I, I do enjoy that um, taking photos, um, not just of myself. Okay, of things. All right. So. Um, let me see. Is there anyone else on my list that I have for you? Um, caterers um, and appliance repair people are, are good as well, too. Um, they're, uh, those You see those things, those stores that they go, oh, we do appliance repair and things like that. That's a good, um, you know, th- these are all people you want in your tool belt. You know, these are people you want in your Rolodex, you know, if I really want to get old school. These are the people you want in your contact list. These are people you want in, you know, on you connected to you in your network. Because, you know, as a as a good agent, you know, one of the things that you one of the biggest services you can give is being a great source and being the source for the source is what I really like to say, being the source for the source. Not you're the, the the expert on everything, but I'm the source for the source, if that makes sense. Okay. So those are some um, tips, um, some some great things that, you know, all that money we talked about, but that cost and, and things that are associated with becoming a real estate agent. Uh, real estate agent or a realtor, um, but those are some areas and ways where maybe you can offset some of that money and, and, and some partnerships you can have and have, you know, some of those types of um, business relationships that'll, that'll help you out, I believe. Um, so Rodney's mistake. What, 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 I made so many of them. Um, let, let me, I don't even, where to, where to start? I mean, you're going to make a lot of mistakes in, in real estate. Um an early mistake that I made in real estate was I didn't do the math. You know, I, I kind of just jumped into it and I said, wow, 3%, you know, whatever, you know, whatever percentage it was. And I just saw the commission and I didn't do the research. I didn't find a coach. I didn't find mentorship. I just kind of, I, I was winging it. And, 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 and really, when you think about that, you're, you're winging it with your customers' investments, and, and that's not cool, okay? So you don't want to wing it. You, you want to find someone who can help you. You, you, want, you want that, okay? So don't make my mistake and wing it, all right? And just think, okay, I can read more books. 
I mean, I love to read books, uh, and then I can just learn it. No, um, that's good, but that's kind of like being on the sideline, you know, and, and you're not really doing it. So um, don't make that mistake. All right, that was that was Rodney uh, Rodney's mistake that I made. So I made that mistake, so you don't have to. And I, I want you to think about it. And guess what? We just made it to the end of the show. I know you guys are excited. You know I am. I had fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And no, I am not frying chicken. But thank you, thank you, thank you so much for spending some time with me. You know, and, and, and connecting and, and being a part of this. I, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you would uh, share this with a friend, someone you know working in the industry or somebody you think, hey, why don't you just get to know Rodney? I mean, I, I like to meet new people and connect with, with more people and everything. Uh, teaser uh, coming up. We're going to be um, in episode four. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, working in real estate and did you pick the right brokerage? Wow. Imagine if you could pick your family. Think about that. Huh. Anyway. All right. This has been Rodney with Tell Me More Rodney. And um, I enjoyed this time. Have a wonderful day, whether you're getting started or ending it. All right. Take care.